You're listening to 3CR Radio. And You're on In Your Face on 3CR with James. Over the past few months, we believe it's been more important than ever to support our local queer artists. On today's show, we feature artist and filmmaker turned DJ, Philip Solomon. 3CR Philip, tell us about the virtual DJing you've been doing. Uh, so it's been, um, it's been trying. <laughs> I spent... I mean, it's been weeks of like screwing around with technical stuff. I, you know, like I'm connecting my my internet connection via a wire. Um, I actually bought a whole new computer, not specifically for the DJing, but I just thought it would help. And a whole bunch of other things. And um, and Facebook is really, really uh, awful about um, music. I'm DJing, you know, like that's what DJs do. They play music to to people. 
and uh, Facebook will, if like I've been trying to trick it by uh, um, uh, like changing the BPM of the songs so it doesn't quite recognize them. But, you know, like after half an hour, it might like catch a snippet of something and then it'll disconnect me. Sometimes it'll be like an hour and, and I can get away with it. But I've never done a show for more than an hour before people have been completely disconnected. Quite frustrating. But I've been working with uh, a guy who runs some parties in, in Melbourne. And uh, we've decided to move on to Vimeo because uh, they don't have those copyright restrictions for starters. Actually, they have a special license uh, so that you can um, play music without without any of those problems. Uh, so that has been something. <laughs> it's been really stressful, but uh, but also really fun. I've been um, I've been DJing more during this time than I have in my entire life. I think <laughs> so. It's been uh, it's been fun. So, what's motivated the focus on DJing as opposed to your other art? Well, I stopped making art quite a while ago. I'd say like art, art. I um, I, I I've been working a lot, and uh, and so art has kind of. Um, like I put all of my art into my teaching. Um, I, I almost feel a little bit drained by the teaching and, uh, and it's, it's been a lot harder to be creative because I'm constantly surrounded by people who are like striving to be creative. And so I, I, I feel like I, I take a little bit of a backseat in that instance. Um, the last thing I did was in November last year and it was, uh, my philosophy of dance floors, uh, project. So I, um, I, I've been fascinated by music for a very long time. And I, I, um, I mean, I've, I've always been, uh, into dancing with, you know, dancing to electronic music, uh, or at least, in the last maybe five or six years, I've been, I've been really into it. And after a little bit of, let's, shall we say, um, transformative experiences on the dance floor, I, I started thinking about it in a, in a more analytical way. And I started thinking about what it is about dance music, uh, and, and what it is about being in that kind of space that really, um, gives me joy. Um, it's, it's a place where I feel more comfortable than I am in, in all other, uh, sort of environments. It's this kind of weird combination of being very, very, um, uh, it's a very personal thing. Uh, in one sense, I'm, when I'm on the dance floor, it's just me and me and the music, like a direct connection between us. And, uh, and on the other hand, you're surrounded by a whole bunch of people and there's there's a kind of electricity to that that um that I really respond to because I'm I feel like I'm a combination of of highly introspective and also highly extroverted as well uh int- introverted and extroverted does virtual DJing make it kind of you know easier to go into that insular kind of introverted world because there's no one else around you on the dance floor? I, I've got to be honest. I, I do get a little bit obsessed about uh, whether or not people are listening. 
so so I think and and also just all the technical stuff as well. So I I do find that I'm like constantly checking uh to see if people are actually listening. I'm constantly worrying that I'm going to get disconnected at some point. And so I haven't really had the opportunity to really get um yeah, to really connect with myself in these instances. I've I've been very externally focused. Like recently I've been thinking that I'd I'd like to do some sets where I'm not actually broadcasting just to kind of get back to that. Um, It it becomes more of a a kind of, um, I guess, meditative exercise as opposed to when I'm, I'm trying to broadcast, there's like a million things going on that, uh, that is taking my attention away from it. So in that sense, I guess DJing at a club would be, would be much more relaxing for you. Uh, yeah, it is actually. It's only it's only um, in the last year or two that I've really felt comfortable DJing in public. I I started off very uh, unusually with like very highly idiosyncratic kind of um, approaches to 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 making music uh, to to play music. Uh, I used to play using a program called Ableton, uh, which is not really made for DJing, um, but it does have a beat syncing capability. So I've got this, I, I used to play tracks through my my Ableton and uh, and it got to a point where uh, I realized that that wasn't, and, and I was doing it all on my computer as well. So there was no, um, there was no real flow. Like um, when, when you've got a, a DJ controller, sorry to get, too technical but when you've got a dj controller you have like multiple buttons that you can press at the same time you can kind of do two things at once basically whereas on a computer you're basically limited by the mouse um and sometimes you can do stuff with the keyboard but but it's it's a much more um clumsy way of djing so after a while i decided i really needed to get into the kind of more professional in in air quotes uh way of djing and i i bought myself a controller and uh and and really got into the flow and really fully started to to understand that whole um the magic of 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 being able to respond quite intuitively to the music um it, it wasn't so much about uh, beat matching, which you know is definitely a thing. But with a controller, I can really feel what the music is doing and then respond to it in a very natural way. So, um, sorry, I've kind of lost my train of thought. What was the question? <laughs> oh, look, 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 look! What I, what I, what I really want to ask you, yeah. just from what you've been saying and just yeah. just listening to your answers to a few questions. Yeah. Is do you find that being a DJ actually changes your relationship with the gay community? Do you find that people in the gay community treat you differently when they know you're a DJ, for example? <laughs> um, not really, to be honest. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, no. Look, I mean, on the apps, for example, um, you know, everyone's everyone's all like, "Oh, wow, that's cool." Um, I don't know if it really. Uh, increases my attractiveness, but it it certainly is a is a point of conversation. But just your social status, for example, like I know, I know you know in the certainly in the noughties, you know, like ten years yeah. ago, 
you know, DJs were considered like, you know, almost gods in the gay yeah. community. Has that changed? It sounds like I, it has. I, I think so. I think I think now every man and his dog uh, is a DJ, and it's it's just not that interesting anymore, uh, especially in Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne and Berlin, actually. It seems like every second person you talk to is a DJ. I mean, I know it sounds a little bit um, pretentious, but I, that was not really the reason that I went into it. I mean, of course, that was in the back of my mind, but... It was more just my my obsession with music and 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 really trying to understand what that obsession was um, and and by playing it, I not only understood how what my relationship to music is, but also um, it's opened up a whole bunch of like really deeply philosophical questions for me. So it, I don't know if it's improved my sex life, but it's generally improved my, my understanding of myself. You're listening to a feature on Melbourne DJ Philip Solomon on Community Radio 3CR's In Your Face. Ooh. 
And that was the Falco Benz remix of Exploitation by Royce and Murphy, a selection from our featured guest on this week's In Your Face, Melbourne DJ Philip Solomon. So what are some of the philosophical questions that's opened up for you? Um, I guess the main one is this idea of, of the rhythm and the beat being essential to who we are as people. I mean, you know, the world is full of cycles and full of repetition and full of loops. And so it makes sense that as humans, we respond to that kind of stuff. You know, repetition is kind of a really important part of our lives. And, uh, you know, we do it with, you know, our splitting up of time. We do it with, um, you know, celebrating certain things. We do it with uh, the way we, we set up our, our, our society. All of it is about repetition. And, and so we get great comfort from that. And so I think at, at its core, uh, dance music and going to clubs and dancing to, to dance music is is a way of kind of reinforcing that of like you know and it and 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 for a lot of people and I mean even for me I feel like that repetition is something that gives us um, stability and 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 makes us calm uh, and and sort of brings us to a state of kind of I guess it's a type of meditation. Um, so, so dance music is a type of meditation for a lot of people. A lot of people who would say that they can't meditate uh, would could very happily um, dance to a to a three hour techno set where the the music doesn't change at all. And I think that's a type of meditation because it kind of takes us away from the future and the past and sort of uh, centers us in the present, just like um, what what meditation loves to do and what meditation is for. So uh, that's one thing. The other thing is this idea of uh, storytelling uh, in in uh, dance music and in in that kind of um, in the dance music setting. So there's there's a, a DJ who has chosen a whole bunch of songs and connects those songs by by kind of uh, paying attention to the similarities between those songs and paying attention to the way those songs uh, kind of interact with each other. And I think. Uh, it's a it's a kind of macrocosm of uh, of of how we live and how we we kind of uh, present ourselves as humans. We do this thing of of well, not not for other people, but also for ourselves. We we create this kind of identity by linking all of these separate uh, sort of experiences uh, and 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 creating connections between them. So I feel like. You know the 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 many random things that happen in our lives. Every single experience uh, could be could be disconnected from each other. Like each one of those experiences could be seen in its own sort of uh, uh, separate bubble, I suppose. And and it's only as 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 thinking beings. Uh, I think we 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 tie those things together by looking at the past and the future. Um, and 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 thinking about how those things relate to each other, how those separate experiences relate to each other, and I think that's a similar way to the way uh, a DJ plays. Uh, I think it's the same in in all kinds of self expression. But it was really interesting to me how a DJ takes uh, a whole bunch of different uh, sort of sounds and different um, expressions by different people, completely different artists who have all kinds of different. Um, uh concerns when they make their art when they make their music 
whereas a DJ sort of finds the sort of commonalities between those things and um, and, and and ties them together in a really beautiful and, and captivating way. Um, and so for me, it, it kind of really um, talks to my 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 main artistic preoccupations over the last five years which have been uh this idea of storytelling and truth and and subjective uh sort of uh, interpretations of of those things so you know on the one hand there, there's a, like a common sort of story that's being told by this dj and and as 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 people dancing to that we we sort of I guess agree with it, or or sort of um, give part of ourselves to 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 sort of take part in that process and that um, that ritual, I guess. And on the other hand, each song and each um, each kind of you know drop and each kind of um, you know build up uh, it, it is very personal as we're dancing. It it kind of uh, reminds us of things and 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 sort of activates certain parts of us that is both very unique to each individual person, but it's also very you know like it's it's a very common experience and you know the same sorts of emotions come up despite you know the differences and 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 all of that kind of stuff. So uh, I mean that's something that I've been interested in for a very long time. Three C You're listening to a feature on Melbourne DJ Philip Solomon on Community Radio 3CRs in your face. I started off uh, with with art talking about uh, my own personal experience as a as a gay Egyptian, uh, you know, first generation Australian, um, and it was. I mean, from the very beginning, that project was about truth, and it was about how, uh, you know, the things that I was told as a child uh, that were true and I accepted them as true and then slowly over time different different um, communities that I became part of, different, uh, you know, educational things and whatnot uh, made me look at those things in a different way. And, I mean, everyone goes through that. But for me, I wanted to sort of pick that apart a little bit and sort of just ask some questions about that process. Um, and so this new project, although it's very, very different in terms of content, uh, the, the same artistic concerns are underneath there, that, that idea of like common truth, that kind of accepted truth, and then the personal truths that we, that we carry around with us as well. Do you find that social isolation has uh, enabled you to kind of, you know, really work on those ideas you just outlined? Uh, or have there been some challenges emotionally? Uh, emotionally, as I guess most people, I've I've been up and down. Um, I'm I'm generally quite a, a, an optimistic, and um, and uh, I guess I I kind of roll with the punches, I guess. But but there have been points where despair has crept in. There have been points where boredom has crept in. To be honest, I haven't made a huge bunch of art uh, lately, but the DJing has really given me something to focus on and I have actually uh, really developed and improved my skills while I've been in isolation and I guess part of it is this this kind of uh, the safety of, of being in my own space 
I, I've felt a little bit more, um, in some ways, I, I felt a little bit more experimental and, and really, really pushed myself. Whereas I think in a, in a, in a public context where I'm in, in a, in a actual dance club or nightclub, I felt like I, I've kind of tried to play it safe as much as possible. So in, in some ways, uh, being isolated has allowed me to, uh, I guess, grow, um, for lack of a better word. I, I've really, and, and the thing with DJing and the thing that really sort of tickles me is that I'm a very kind of digital person and I do pretty much everything on my computer or online uh it's it's this uh, this safety thing of being able to change my mind so you know like i i i do all kinds of creative stuff but it's all on the internet or on computers and so djing is this really nice kind of um step out of that comfort zone because on the one hand yes it's very digital and it's very much about computers and technology and all the stuff that i feel very comfortable with but then the the the, the sort of uh other side of it is that it is a very um it's it kind of has this um the, the, there's a necessity to be very in tune with your body with DJing and very in tune with your motor functions. Uh, so, so something which I, I generally do not push in my, in my daily life. I generally don't try and improve myself in a kind of, uh, motor, what's the word? Um, I, I, you know, like I'm not good at computer games, for example, uh, because it, that requires fine motor skills, which I just haven't developed. And so um, DJing, because I've come at it originally from a very digital space, you know, like literally it was just like placing tracks uh, in, in little slots and, and they kind of, you know, um, uh, connected themselves basically. Whereas uh, using a controller and, and sort of pushing myself uh, with my DJ skills, I've found that I actually have the motor skills that I thought that I didn't. And it was literally just just practicing and just trusting my intuition. I guess doing doing things at home and being isolated and 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 having the freedom to to play whenever the whenever I feel like it, you know, like I've I've DJed uh, so much while I've been in isolation because I don't have any kind of gatekeepers saying we like your music or we don't like your music. So I've basically just done it and 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 i've been so surprised by how much i really um naturally want to do it because a lot of the time i'm i i almost feel like uh art making art is this really painful process of like pushing myself um through the 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 lack of motivation at the beginning and then um and then finally getting to a point where i'm kind of happy happy but with djing it's been the motivation is the beginning like I've been motivated to DJ and not been allowed to, and so uh, so having having this this freedom to just do it whenever I feel like, and also having the motivation to do it has been really surprising to me. And so that's what's brought me the most amount of joy in this pretty pretty challenging time. Philip Solomon, thank you so much for talking to me today on Three CR. It was a pleasure. Thank you, James. Isolated? Quarantined? Need some essentials but can't leave the house? 
or just having a hard time dealing with everything at the moment. Queer Aid Nam is a new mutual aid group of organized volunteers. We're here, we're queer, and we've got your back. Whether or not that's how you identify, nobody should be suffering because capitalism or the state didn't provide what they needed. That's why we're working to strengthen our communities through solidarity. Put in a request for help and we'll match you with a volunteer in your area who can either pick up groceries or other essentials for you, help you run errands, cook meals for you, or check in with how you're going. If you or someone you know is having a hard time, or if you want to join the volunteer list, find us on queeraidmelbourne.org or search for us via Facebook. COVID-19 Queer Aid Nam Melbourne. So tell your family and your friends and don't forget your neighbours. That's QueerAidMelbourne.org, a 3CR supporter.
that was folk singer Sarah McLaughlin with the trance remix of her classic Sweet Surrender. You are on In Your Face on 3CR with James and here's Melbourne artist Gosling with Pulse. i 
You're listening to 3CR Radio.
Then when it gets in it, then you can put in some fills. But don't do it at the beginning. It's holding it back. 
Can we start again?
Nina Simone there, Revolution. We also heard from Block Party with Hunting for Witches and Cold War Kids with Welcome to the Occupation. I'm out of here. Don't forget the 3CR appeal during June. Jacob's up next with a Friday rave and I'll catch you next week on In Your Face. Throughout the month of June, we'll be asking you, the listener, to support radical community-owned media during our June Station Appeal. We'll be taking donations online to help keep the station going for another year. Like so many community organisations, we're feeling the impact of COVID-19 restrictions. And we know you are too. But independent community media is more important than ever, and we hope you can show your support with a donation. The 3CR Station Appeal starts on Monday the 1st of June. To donate, go to 3cr.org.au. 3CR, here to stay. In Your Face would like to thank Thorn Harbour Health for their financial support of this program. Thorn Harbour Health envisions a healthy future for our gender, sex and sexuality diverse communities. A future without HIV and a future where all people live with dignity and respect. To find out more about them, search Thorn Harbour Health on your search engine or find them on Facebook. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.